do this in person. <laughs> Least professional. Right, fade it out. Oh, it does have a fade. Hello, welcome. First podcast. Um, we haven't got a name yet. Um, so unfortunately, we can't introduce the podcast itself. However, I can introduce the people and the format and um, give you the lowdown as to what we're doing. Uh, my name is James Ross. I'll be the chair, as, as Henry liked to put it. And I have here on my right, Henry. Hello. <laughs> that's Henry. That's and that's each me. week we will have a, hopefully, a guest if anyone wants to keep coming up to it. <laughs> uh, and this week's I'm guest. I'm regretting it already. That was the guest. This week's <laughs> guest is Mr. Tom Wall. Hello, Tom. Hello, James. How are you today? Great to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm excellent. So to introduce the podcast for those who haven't listened before, <laughs> which is everybody, <laughs> this is a new podcast. <laughs> we, we, we have a three-part structure, hopefully between 30 minutes and 50 minutes, uh, who knows. Um, but the, the first topic is, is a topic that one of us wants to talk about, and it will change each week, and this week it is me. Um, the second aspect will be something from the news that we fancy talking about. It could be something weird, something... Um, awful, who knows. Um, and the final thing is our guest is going to bring one of their pet hates to their table in a, in a Room 101-esque fashion. So we look forward to that, Tom. Um, you, you look thrilled to, to talk about I've already it. had some kickback for it, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so to kick us off, my topic of choice, um, which Henry's already thrown up a bit of a ghast about, if I'm honest. He's, he's a bit of a prima donna. Um, but why do why do people pay for art? Why do people part with hard earned money on something that just ends up on a, on a wall? Um, and also, as artists, you know what a waste of time. You, you tend to only make money, good money, when when you're dead. Um, and this, I, I can explain the context behind this. I think that's the most important thing to the context behind why I've chosen this discussion point, Henry is, uh, I can't even remember the artist's name, um, but he cuts... Great But it was at the Tate Modern. It was at the Tate Modern. He had an exhibition, so he must have been pretty legit. Right. And he cut materials, like tissue paper and things like that, and then, and then I don't I just yeah, remember yeah, thinking... I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> And I just remember thinking... Henry actually purchased that one later on. He's <laughs> yeah, above his fireplace. <laughs> but I just remember they thinking as myself... <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember thinking to myself, what an absolute pile of rubbish. You know, I, I really did end up looking at it, just thinking, you know, how, how are they telling me this is worth half a million? You know, when, when you know, I could find... Well, not find a four-year-old, but, you know, go to one of my cousins... And, and I'm sure they can produce something of equally mm. excellent standard. Um, but Henry, you can kiss off. <laughs> What's your rebuttal to my... Your rebuttal to What a waste of money. Um, well, I don't know. It's a big subject. It's <laughs> 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 very personal as well, Henry. Yeah, yeah, I get Yeah, I don't know. Um, You're a fan of so, art. Yeah, I'm a fan of art. I'm a big fan of art. I like... Um, I like... I, I have a very sort of particular taste in art, I suppose. I don't like, I kind of agree with you. I don't like all modern art. I, I think that 
Some modern art is better than others. What is modern art? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on the same point. Let me finish. <laughs> um, no, um, I, um, so, so with the picture that you're describing is by Henri Matisse, I think, I believe. That does ring a bell. Uh, I feel yeah, like that rings yeah. a bell, yeah. And um, so there's a big picture of like cut out uh, coloured pieces of card. Now the point is, so there are many factors that go into a good piece of artwork. But not this, <laughs> not this artwork. Well, you, it, it, it is this artwork. <laughs> <laughs> because... Um, fancy artwork, you're assuming it ticks all the boxes. Because you've got to look at when it was made, who made it, and uh, why it was made. Um, if it, granted, you'd be right, you'd have a point if, if the artwork was made now, it would be completely unoriginal, a load of waste of time, and everybody would laugh at you and go, oh, this is a load of cut-out piece of paper. But in fact, it was made before, I, don't know, I can't remember when it was made, I, I think it was made to the mid... 20th century. I don't even. So I think even back then I would have looked at it and just gone, what? You know, what is it? I mean, is it? I get that a lot of it was down to the color, right? And, and his and his use of colors. Yeah. And then they talked about how he did it in his house, and I just thought that just, that would stress me out. So where where where's the line? I mean, what art out of the arts that you like? This what is, is tough question. Yeah, <laughs> where's the line? Where's the sort of, so, where, so, where, where does it come right there? It goes, like, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Whoa, uh, whoa getting dodgy, getting dodgy. Hate it. <laughs> Matisse, picture, you know. Well, where's I the line? I, uh, in Amsterdam, uh, I think his name's Van Gogh, the, the guy that cut his yeah, hair off. Um, but Sophie always has a go at me. Um, she says, Van Gogh. I, Gogh, yeah. I thought it was Van Gogh. It's actually Van Gogh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you're both wrong. <laughs> Go back to your swamp. <laughs> um, but I think, I, at least going around there, you could, you're kind of taken on for a journey, right? And, and you go through his different stages of his life and he was painting yeah. in very different ways. But again, it's the value of that. I appreciate that that's what he was doing. He made very small amount of money whilst he had that art. That's the if kind I of that's like, art whilst he so was what you're alive, doing is you complaining. So that wait, wait, wait. you're um, going like three. You're asking like three different questions here. You're saying mm. okay, the value of art is something, one thing, and then whether an art piece of artwork is good is another thing. Now they could be they're two well, separate. Like I, I, I guess my, my biggest issue, right? And and, and I get that some people like art, and I, you know, is in different types of art, blah blah blah. But the, the common theme is that it, both of these guys are incredibly expensive. But even if we go to the lower end of the spectrum and, and I go into a shop in, in Padstow mm. and mm. try and buy a piece of art, and you're talking £650, £800, and I understand that it's taking this person a significantly long amount of time. I just don't give a shit. I just don't think it's worth that amount of money. I, I, I look at these things and just go, is, um, why is would I pay that? Is Beyonce's um, uh, crazy in love worth yes. the amount of money? yes. So what is, if what you is, think what so, is, what is crazy in love? Uh, you know, it's, it's a song. You know, like have something crazy in love. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it goes. <laughs> Caveat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was not a copyright. <laughs> we haven't got Beyonce here in the room um, in case anyone. Anyway, no, but I think I, let's, let's not talk about you know, music. We're, we're talking well, about... It, well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to say like I guess music. You know, it well. is like. You know, how do you value something to based on you know like so crazy in love the lyrics or something or whatever it is the the rights to the song will be worth millions. Yeah, of course. Well. But I think so, 
But don't you? Uh, it's how you. Um, don't you feel that human, you know, creation of who's created it at that specific I... time? You know, that's how value works. I mean, I contradict myself constantly, and I'm sure yeah. this podcast will prove I, I'm a bit of a moron in the in the grand scheme of things. I'm extremely mainstream in my opinions, no, 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 and often it. extremely wrong. But I feel I feel like art is a hobby. And I think someone, <laughs> someone labelling their own artwork to be a certain price, yeah, is is something that I, ju- I just don't I don't get it. You know I don't. Uh, art, if, you know, um, if, is if someone, it's different. If someone made a piece of music, they've got to work incredibly hard to get that in front of. Art is right a hobby in the sense that somebody can do it as a hobby. That, that's. But it doesn't make it it's a, a hobby. Fucking Golf hobby. is I mean, a hobby. You take a picture. But, <laughs> but it's not Rory McIlroy. Golf's also a professional sport. Exactly. That's but the point. Bit, yeah, Art is a hobby, but it's also a professional. Yeah, but, but, but it's not just a hobby because football's a hobby. Anyone can go out and play football. Not everyone can do art to that level. But the, the way but then, but then you say, that's my point. Is saying, saying, some people draw wait, one picture and you're like, you're questioning the philosophical value of. Art, and like an object, you know, how can an object be? How does someone yeah. buy but how does a, a piece golf of Mozart? Oh no, is, is he a pianist? Yeah, but, but, you but know, for 15 million, are you, I completely made that up, but extortionate quantities of money, when really is that picture worth that money? No, I mean, it's more about his name now, isn't it? It's not about the quality well, of the it, art. It, it's I, I it's kind of irrelevant whether it's worth, whether it's worth a lot of money, it's whether everybody thinks it's worth. You see my point? There. It's only so worth like, as much as yeah, exactly. Well, I guess yeah, you know, the same argument Cristiano Ronaldo. But what I'm saying, and exactly. what my point is, is that I disagree with all of those people. <laughs> it, you, you, what, in James Ross's world, he, everything has a set value. So yeah. <laughs> I've got a scale. For, yeah, yeah, like, I will pay for all pounds for, for an Xbox. Yeah, all phones <laughs> cost the same, no, no matter how good they are. Or shit, they are. But this is they all mean. cost the same. But you've, you've got, you know, some, <laughs> an artist that's got the intricate detail, right? And then another guy, who's that guy that just does boxes towards the end of his life? He just. Picasso. Picasso, yes, you probably remember him. But again, ridiculous. Just boxes. <laughs> you know, not a level of detail that I think more intended. You know, I think what's different, though, is yeah. Banksy, right? I like Banksy. Again, yeah. I wouldn't pay an extortionate amount of money, but. There's all that storytelling behind what he's doing, and he doesn't sell his art, he just does it. And obviously, he's made a ton of royalties. See, in this the is past where I, I hate Bank. I can't stand Banksy. Oh, we're going to lose a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> is it the one missing piece of artwork from your collection? Is that what it is? It, uh, well, <laughs> um, well, I actually can't put it up because it's all on plant. The <laughs> <laughs> chisel it off the wall. Is it because he's a comedy? Is that, is no, it, no, no, it's not that. One of us clips. Well, you might not be, for we know. It's because it's like, kind of... Um... Hang on. Are, are you Banksy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, putting Henry now. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, What's your issue, then? Come on. No, my issue, my issue with Banksy is that he is... He was... You know, when you first look at him, he's like, great, you know, really funny or, you know, witty kind of art. But then it's sort of... I don't know. It's just... It's not really sort of substantial art. It's not what art is really supposed to be about. It's just he's. Um, but I think what he did is it's like a cheap joke. But no, what I think he did with his art was, was for people like me who 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 don't see it, you know, who goes to an arts museum and I, uh, I just can't get into it, you know. I, I I'm mm. happy to walk around Van Gogh's <laughs> museum, yeah. you know, and, and 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 see it. And actually, I found it quite interesting. 
albeit I wouldn't buy any because it's extortionately priced and I disagree with the concept. What Banksy did is actually just go uh, to the masses. Yeah, but you know, not even in that sense. You know, it, it was that cheeky play on words. It was that it was that doing it in public places so that it, you know he didn't own a piece of canvas. Mm. It, was, it was very much just saying that here's a bit of art, and 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 I think that it, I think there's a little bit of rawness. You know, without bringing this down too deep. Yeah, well, to but Banksy's art, that, Banksy that, that breaks, you don't get that with others. Banksy breaks the rules, but he breaks all the obvious petty rules. Whereas artists break the rules, but they break the rules in a real philosophical, cultural oh, sense, which makes it, I know, frightfully boring for a commoner like you. <laughs> <laughs> for a commoner like you, but, Say it, Henry. Um, but you know, it's you know, like for example. Mondrian, again, Mondrian's the guy who makes the, does the, like, the, the boxes. I think that's what you were talking about, the boxes. Is it? We're, 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 he, he does, like, these squares, like, coloured squares. One big red square, yeah, one blue this guy, square. Yeah, and then some white yeah. and black. And he, you know, I hate him. Right, so... <laughs> He's an idiot. So, like, he had this whole philosophy behind his artwork called, essentially, what turned into modernism. And it, and it, it transformed the way brands... You know, culture moved forward yeah, in the 20th it century. It's a genius, it the guy. No, it's not. It's not worth. <laughs> he that inspired, like, That's what I'm saying. You, know, you look at L'Oreal. L'Oreal's branding in the, in the 1990s was all Mondrian stuff. So. Yeah, it's just he influenced brands like from you know. Yeah, but who's done is, that recently? This is like, when are we when are we next going to get? You know, that's why I feel like Banksy's hit such a wave of popularity because he's he's he, he's kind of the only. Artist of recent well, I, times. I, 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 although I'm not involved yeah, in. I agree. I, I kind of agree that there is not much art yeah, now. What you really do in hundred years? To start pushing any real sort of hitting any real buttons. I mean, Damien Hirst used to do it quite well. I mean, he. Um, Who's that? Damien Hirst. Yeah. You know, he sounds like diamond skull, a shark in a tank. You know, he did the the cow and the, the cow tank. And the yeah. Okay, I don't know this exactly. Damien Hirst, big guy. Big artist, right? And he's he, not fat. He's not fat, no. But uh, he's probably put on a bit of weight since recently. Last time we saw him. <laughs> Last time we saw him. And um, he, um, what was I going to say? He he's produced this diamond skull, right? And this diamond skull sold for 180 million quid. Yeah, but not again. On right. the day that Lehman Brothers crashed. On the same day that Lehman Brothers, the bank, the yeah. banking crisis happened, yeah. on the same day, he sold a diamond. He sold a diamond skull, a skull that represents vanity in the history of art, in the history of vanitas, you know, yeah. and covered in diamonds. On the day that Lehman Brothers crashed, this, you know, that's lucky timing, right? But it's also incredibly fortuitous kind of piece of art. Oh, it's just boring now, isn't it? It's not worth that amount of money, 180 million for a skull. It may, may not be worth that amount of money, but if you dug that, imagine digging that diamond skull up 900 years from now, and you imagine what the culture was like back then when you dug up that diamond skull, you'd think they were pretty sophisticated culture. Well, I, I wouldn't, I'd just be like, why are they doing this? And then I would look at... Imagine if they dug up this podcast. Imagine if you heard somebody in the medieval times go, oh, I fucking hate Michelangelo. He's all right. That guy. That guy. So, well, 
<laughs> what does Tom think? Um, Who, who's won the debate? Yeah, who's who's convinced? Because we, we need to include this section. So I'm not only a guest, I'm also a judge. Yeah, you're um, a I think both fought very valiantly. I don't know what my point was. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of. I feel like he, the air. Henry had far more historical backing and, and informative. I would tend to response. agree. Yeah. Um, Even it's I it's difficult to pick a winner. I'm not sure we can take anything from that first one. I think I can win the that argument means, by saying, would you, even if buy. you had the money, yeah. buy a piece of Mozart or Van Gogh? Um, it depends what it is. Maybe Mozart. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't, because I, I just think you you can't spend that amount of money on one thing. What, what about Tom? But what would you buy if you had the money? Would you buy a house or a car Obviously, or give what? to charity, Henry. Oh, um, I'm going to sit firmly in the middle and say that I can understand people that would buy it, but personally, it's not for me. Oh, what a terrible. This is the last time you were a guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next topic, which uh, is a little bit more. No, it's but, yeah, uh, right. football now. Oh, okay. cool, yeah. um, this is going to be swing the other way. I think, the, <laughs> but I think we can apply it to all circumstances. In that, uh, in the in the news recently, we've had uh, is it Mings stamped on uh, yeah. Ibrahimovic, yeah. and then in the Chelsea match the other night, um, Rocco stamped more obviously on on Hazard, and, and coincidentally got away with it. But really, the, the topic is more about have have you ever been in the circumstance of, of red misting, um, which is the the concept of just basically losing your rag and, and not being able to focus on anything apart from hurting someone, mm. um, which I think we're all subject to at times. Um, I 100% have seen this numerous times, but I'd like to hear a story. Let's start with Tom being our guest. Tom, mm. your story of red mist or a point where you, you play sport and really have lost your rag. It's difficult to and, and pin down, really. Sorry to bring back, and, and what do you think about it? Um, Were you embarrassed, I'm, or do you think it's part of the game? Did you enjoy losing the rag? To be honest, I've never been that kind of player. I'm, I'm very much a... Uh, just don't even... I don't know, even when I play 11 aside, still kind of take everything with a pinch of salt. It really angers me, to be honest, when you see these things in the matches, when people two-foot challenge, because yeah, it's not a natural... No. response to things leaving the floor and, and well, yeah. I think I think in any sport I think you've, you've seen you know table tennis people throwing bats yeah. you've got in rugby where they just start grabbing each other and throwing you know and, and or they're, they're doing a massive dump tackle or something like that um, but I think I mean I think personally I, I, I'm terrible for red mist I, I, I've gotten to the point where I've just kicked out of someone <laughs> yeah Larry you yeah, really really badly I, I mean I've, I've, I mean I've kicked I, I had someone a fight for in, I had a fight in a football game once um, <laughs> and, and, and well I didn't fight them but basically what happened was it was it was five aside and we were he, he tried to take a shot on our goal and, and basically I was probably a little bit over aggressive and, and kind of pushed him away a bit as well and then the ball went up the other end, so we both tracked. I mean, you're talking like sprinting mm. because he was going back to save the ball, and I was like, God, it'd be great to score. Um, and then basically, as he went to clear it, because he, he kind of beat me there, I just absolutely launched into it. I just didn't stop. And so obviously, he went to kick it and just went, went flying. Mm. And he got up and was absolutely livid. And then that was almost the point where you suddenly realised... Like, you realised oh, how big he was. Yeah, well, a little bit. But also, and, and it was all of his friends that were there and not mine. But you, you kind of suddenly realised that uh, you've made a terrible... You, 
you've basically just seen red for mm. five seconds, and I feel bad for someone like Mings. I don't think. Yeah. Do he, you um do you after you've seen red and you sort of have your fight, and then at the end of the match do you sort of shake hands no, and I, I, make up? This, no, I see. Yeah, I have been in that situation. Uh, no, just the thing. I I would be that guy that, that wouldn't shake their hand. Yeah, no, right. and I would be quite. But if, even if they came a, up to you, if they came up to you and said, "Oh, I, sorry, I wouldn't mate. do it," I, you wouldn't. I really wouldn't. You make a point of it as well. Yeah, I've done that before, where someone's like, I think one game, someone said to me, oh, "I'll um, I'll break your legs again or something like that." Again, not once. I'll break your legs again. <laughs> that, that, that has to be. But taken. I just wouldn't shake his hand at the end. Yeah, but uh, I think the disappointing thing is, is that still, you know, this isn't boxing. You know, which even then, you know, the the the, the hay fight is just atrocious. But I I get the sense with bo- with boxing, it's like more about making money. So they don't actually. It's all just the build up, and everybody gets really excited. Oh, the big, you know, oh, they hate each other, they hate each other. And at the end of the boxing, they're normally, they're normally like, they're yeah. just like, <laughs> they're like ah, best mates. Yeah. Oh, we were just joking out here, know. But we got loads of money now because you all <laughs> signed up to this crazy big fight. Um, but I think I I I think it's. Uh, I just think it's it's so difficult that when I'm the type of footballer I'm emotionally charged and I always play best when I'm really pissed off mm. or you know always play super well when you know the the positive swing is behind me. I think mm. like classic example would be in, in the Chelsea and Leicester teams where things haven't gone well. I would be one of those players probably dragging a lot of people down with me because that's just who I am. I'm like. You know, very so, negative yeah something's yeah. not going well but only in the sports sense I think mean, in, in mm. other environments I'm, I'm not like that but it, as a sportsman I'm, I'm you know Robbie Savage-esque I guess what shit <laughs> yeah and, and, <laughs> and just aggressive and just aggressive like you you do as much as you, you're not a big football yeah. follower you do play so I play football I um, am I surrounded by nice I don't people? get um, I don't get too sort of like um, I have been in the past when I was Younger, I got quite. I used to play rugby, and in rugby, you get quite you know, somebody's like got a dump tackle on you or something like that, you get quite angry. But the trouble is, it always ends up in embarrassment for me because I'm just genuinely not that well built and not that <laughs> good at fighting people. You so try that when I do see the red mist, it's just like mm. you know, just me going, <laughs> Don't do it again, <laughs> damn you, mean man. Thousand curses on your thing. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, what I do find sort of annoying, I do, is like the sort of aggressive football player. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't even like know. Joey Barton. Co- well, no, I, I, I actually quite like that kind of aggressive football player. But like, sort of, <laughs> so there's like t- types of. Aggressive, like art, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, grades of aggressiveness where they become so sort of stereotypically sort of cockney aggressive that actually you kind of find it quite endearing and you quite like it. And then there's like just really annoying, co- like Costa, is it Costa, the guy? Diego Costa, Diego yeah, Costa, yeah. right? He's just always aggressive, like just always like complaining and like pointing and shouting and like. Even when that like, nothing's wrong, like somebody's like tapped him and he like jumps yeah. up in the air. I actually get what you're saying. I think there's a much. there's a level of cheekiness, isn't there, in aggression? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it also depends on context as well. Mm. You know, it depends on how. 
But like in tennis, I, do, I find like some forms of aggression like weird. Like what's his name? Suarez is bite. Like what? Oh, it's, it's just unnatural, weird. isn't it? It's weird, right? right? Like, what, what, this what, is the thing. What, what, is, he even tried to claim it as accidental. It's like, it absolutely was not. Like, yeah, it's yeah, very obvious. Accidentally bite someone. I've never heard of anyone else being done for biting what, someone on a pitch. The tennis one's good. Well, no, what about the yeah. one? The, 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 so, I'm, again, I can't think of the people involved, but it was, it was that tennis shot. It was a bit of a young kid. Oh, he, the he, recent one. who hit really the... pissed off and he hit yeah. the judge and, and they had to call off the, the game. hit the judge with the ball. Yeah. 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 No, well, it's not judge, ball. is it? I, I um, the there, was, umpire, there was one where the guy kicked... So the so some of the line uh, some of the what do you call them yeah the line I saw that one as well yeah. um, sit on like chairs with boarding around their feet and um, the guy just went up and kicked it into like, the their yeah. shins or something he, he split did, his shin open yeah, didn't he yeah split his like bleeding shins <laughs> with like bleeding shins like yeah, lacerated, lacerated shins <laughs> but like, like, why <laughs> me why did you but it happens in all sports and I you know but a lot of it you can but I think that you look at Andy Murray and he's he's Tom Tom Warwesque in his in his approach because there is very the Lionheart leader <laughs> absolutely I, I could Christ. not agree more Jesus Christ. but I would say that he he's got this he he gets hot headed and you can tell he's involved in the game but he doesn't get to a point where he's swiping and kicking and I think the only thing I've seen him do is throw mm. back, um, um, but if he was a footballer do you think he would kick someone yeah it's a good point I see perhaps he would. But I, I think I like the tennis. I like this the kind of aggression I quite like because it's in an environment where mm. it's all just really sensible. And then, I would you know, everybody's like clapping and you're bravo, bravo. <laughs> and then when somebody just goes, like, swears at the ref, you know, what's the. Uh, Imagine you took a McEnroe and Diego Costa. Yeah, exactly. I'd like Diego Costa in that context. Just I the whole, like whole of Wimbledon. Yeah, God, Right. I enjoy that topic greatly. And I, th- I think we'll be. Next week is obviously Henry will be bringing the topic, so I, I yeah, imagine we've got a completely we'll have a completely different show. But oh, I'm not going to be bringing the topics. The final, the final topic, and, and one with the most excitement behind it is is what Tom hates. And I just like before Tom actually says what he actually hates, Henry. Just so you're aware, earlier. He said, oh, I hate it at work when there are two dishwashers, but people insist on not putting all the bowls in the dishwasher. And I was just, So I'm not allowed to do that I was anymore. like, please do not bring it. We can't, we can't bring a, I've seen a, a 10 Google minute this. segment on the dishwashers. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, can it be work related? I was like, yeah, sure. Expecting something like gritty and gossipy. Yeah. And it was completely opposite. Um, but he's here now. He's got so a, I'm not allowed to do the He's got a picture of Emma Watson on his screen. So I'd be surprised if he hates Emma Watson. He's loaded the article. My biggest pet peeve is when people look at my laptop screen. When I... <laughs> but what is it, Tom? This is very so I'm not allowed to do the dishwasher one now. No, we can't talk ten. That's an absolute that. peeve. Well, there must be something. There must be. I I always think of the um, my pet peeve. Whenever I, I, it happens, I always think, oh, yeah, log, log that. Do you want me to, and then, should I start? Yeah, okay, this, go on. This, this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've done all three, Tom, and they might all be terrible. But my pet peeve <clears throat> is, uh, I might be wrong, but there's there's no gate one at Heathrow or Gatwick Airport. <laughs> you get to the airport, <clears throat> and you're quite excited, and you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to chop, I'm going to look at sunglasses for the hundredth time and not buy any 
Because actually, you know, you take away VAT and things are still really expensive. Mm. I expect like Ray-Bans to be 50 quid, but it's still 100 rather than 120. Um, and, you know, you want to go and eat and do all this stuff. And then you get there and then you're like, what gate am I? Oh, you know, 128. You're like, bloody hell, are there really 120 gates in this airport? And then you look at the screen and it'll be like, you know, allow 15 minutes to walk, allow five minutes to walk, and allow, you know, 25 minutes to walk or something. And you look and your gate is always the one furthest away. I just find it staggering that, that this is still, you know, I still have to walk many, many Whoa. miles. <laughs> so you just ideally like to have, what, three gates? <laughs> well, I just, I would like kind of the process of getting to my gate considerably quicker. Right. I mean, it's more just is a pet there a peeve. gate? There is no gate. I didn't know there wasn't, wasn't a gate. But one. is there a gate? Have you ever, have either of you ever gone to gate one at Heathrow? I haven't left the country in a while, so I can't say yeah, this is I, a, a I, grievance I to myself, but... I don't fly that often. When I do, I try and tend to avoid it. But what gates or gate one? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't do gates. <laughs> My own private gate. I think personally, I'd be more sort of concerned about the dishwasher situation at the terminals. <laughs> Can you tell me a bit about that? <laughs> uh, I, I we're going to have to go back and, and readdress the the pet peeve of Tom. Tom. This is your opportunity to explain your dishwasher pet peeve. I just find it just explain the create... scenario. So basically, yeah. scenario. <laughs> Take Henry through. It's the about show. three o'clock in the afternoon. You right. fancy a cup of tea, a glass of water, you, whatever. You've already got a mug, and I've got. You've already yeah. you've gone through that process you've of to find your mug, yeah. uh, your glass. So you go into the kitchen, and. It's about three o'clock, so lunch has happened, breakfast has happened, and there's just bowls and glasses just left on the counter. And the company provides us with two separate dishwashers. Are the dishwashers full? You checked. Uh, yes. They are full. No, they're not full. I've checked, and you they're... checked that there are dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can confirm there are. And. But it's not just that as well, it's actually in the dishwasher themselves. So people will use it, fine, I'm happy with that, but they haven't stacked correctly. So what you're saying is there's layers to the pet hate. The, the first layer is yeah. not using the dishwasher. Absolutely, yeah. The second yeah. layer is in, if, if is in, available. Great, you, you, you've got the dishwasher open, yeah. but, but now you're be fucking a plate. it up. You're <laughs> like, not doing it right. They have the, the little metal poles in there. The there's, design. there's the grates where you slide the plates yeah. in, slide your bowls, whatever. People will just put things in on the sides. I, I actually completely agree with Tom in the sense that I think people at work behave completely, they must behave completely different to how they do at home. Exactly. Let's not even start not talking about you know, the toilets at work. Oh, yeah. As, as, as if people never used one before. Like, it's carnage. I couldn't agree with you more. Like, and, and so it all comes it all comes around, like, you know... I do what think, do you people I do don't walk hope? into the loos at some point, and I think, holy shit, do you not know how to control <laughs> your... Self. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, self. I mean, like, what the fuck happened in here? Like, you think... This is a really good insight to the cleansiness of the company, isn't it? Um, I mean, we, we, we won't be releasing what's coming no, in for, but it's a great... It's a great company. It's a great company. But I, 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 it's not that, because toilets. everywhere I've worked, this has always been a problem. You know, oh, apparently absolutely. people are just incapable of putting tissue in in, in the toilet or, or, or washing the toilet without water just splattering everything. But also, we, the company pays for cleaners to come around and collect like all the empty... Yeah. 
So the fact that people have gone to the effort of bringing their cutlery to the kitchen, the bowls, whatever, but still <laughs> not actually <laughs> put it anywhere, just astounds me. It's, so I, you've gone through that effort to get that far, and then just left it in a messy I, situation. I've heard on the grapevine. Yeah. No, no, and, and I don't want you to get angry, Tom, because this contradicts what we get rid of the cleaners. <laughs> we get rid of the dishwashers. No, no, they'll they'll stay. Hopefully. Thank God. Um, the the cleaners. Someone asked the cleaners. I was in the kitchen eavesdropping on other people's conversation, mm. and someone asked the cleaners, and actually, um, they rather they were left out because they going back to left the on the desk. Point, or... No, no, they left on either in the sink or on, or next to it because then they stack it they empty it mm. every evening and redo it, it because it's not stacked properly which mm. does go back to your latter point but if everyone just left it out then yeah it, but or if everyone stacked it properly yeah, yeah. it's a catch 22 isn't it it's very it's, stressful it is a catch 22 i think it's, it's not a pet peeve of mine mm. i think it's dishwasher design mm-hmm. i think if we had a better stacking system if the dishwasher could take bowls. I think the bowls are a bit annoying to put in the dishwasher. I think bowls in any dishwasher mm-hmm. are yeah. really annoying. I, 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 do you put yeah. them in the top? Or I, I try and get them in the bottom, but they always lean do, too far over. Really do we flatter, need bowls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does the world need bowls? Well, the milk. Just milk, milk. In, well, yeah, cereal, not could, just milk. <laughs> you could put them in the disposable it's the 20th century yeah. James 21st something. Um, I mean I think there's, the a, there's bowls, a gap but... in the market there <laughs> bowl of cereal bowl of cereal <laughs> but I, I do I, I think that it's, it's the leaning over the bowl it's, it's just the way dishwashers are strong. I think they need to build them I don't know what they test them so it's the manufacturer's fault not the company yeah I mean, Samsung um, let's list some of them off um, and Nest or whatever they're called no that's what about what about this for a controversial theory? Oh God. What about you don't put your bowl in the kitchen at all, but you leave it on your desk? I confess that's why I do that. Yeah, that's why I admit to that. Yeah, do that. I have done it. I absolutely, I do that every day. I'm not ashamed of that. We pay cleaners to come round. They can stack it up on their trolley, take it through to the kitchen. I do feel bad. And as James has said, that he's overheard them saying they prefer that and they can stack it. But it's that argument doesn't work because. If you love that pun. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even, uh, that came out. Just, um, <laughs> That's just my mind. Yeah, just, Free flowing. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it doesn't wash because, you know, for example, it's, I'm a designer, right? It, it would be good. Sure. To debate, get, debate get that in, get that right. in the podcast. <laughs> Coming up, that is my <laughs> next topic. <laughs> is, is Henry. Look me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every day. <laughs> the, there's, um, you know, there's a point where you can make somebody's job harder by just... It's, it's, isn't it just this sort of cleaning equivalent of taking a PowerPoint presentation and fucking up, fucking it up before you send it to me? Like, screwing around with it. Well, I'm like leaving the bowl in a really you know awkward I mean? situation like, for them to collect. It's just nicely, end of the table, yeah, out of my the, way, okay, easy for them Your to get. Your spoon is annoying though, it's always pointing the wrong way, always brushing Yeah, but that's partly deliberate. Do you always put your... Um, I don't often well, have any cereal here, but if I do... Yeah, but when you eat, when you finish your... I just leave it on the, on the you desk. You put your knife and fork parallel to each other. And it, oh. Always straight. And yeah, I'm an angle man. I'm an angle man. No, yeah. I don't do angles. No. I thought angle was the thing to do. I don't, I don't really know. Don't now now you've asked me, I'm like, where am I putting my... But these guys can't see the context of that. So just so you're aware of what Henry just did, he imagined he had a plate 
and we were discussing what you do with a knife or fork after the completion of a meal. Yeah. He says he puts them together, but moves them at, at 45 degrees. Well, yeah. not 45, but... but so 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> he moves them to 10 o'clock, which, which I, I think... I don't know, is this pet peeve, though? Where does this come from? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a sort of We've lost evolution. Distrust it is. This is a word association. My concern's not the angle, it's more the fact that whether they go into the dishwasher correctly. You must have a, a, a regimental army like dishwasher set up. Yeah, what is your dishwasher? It's absolutely on point. <laughs> Do you I had an interesting dishwasher um, <laughs> thing the other guy? day where it just made me think of it. Is that you know when you get those baskets where you put uh, yeah. the cutlery in? And oh, yeah. some people put the forks. Up, like so the forks are like up yeah, yeah, the prongs up. down. You're meant to do prongs it. up, mate. But yeah, it washes up. better. Okay, so prongs up. Yeah. If you like slip or something, and... there you go. Why do you deserve slippery? You 100 deserve to slip. Why's your kitchen so slippery? I mean, I approve if, you if it's clean. clean your so the the whole idea, the whole concept is like obviously that's the big I mean, you eat from. Is yeah. It? So so that's the big you want clean. So it's got it should face. It's out. more available to be washed. Right, yeah. See, but you're sort of if they're bunching, it's a death hazard. It's simple. It's simple dishwasher. But very stupid people. Dishwasher of death. <laughs> <laughs> it just it, it occurred to me. But, you know, what, what if what the scenario played out? I mean, you know, I could be a mass know, murderer, I bet. You know, could end up without my, you know, without my little <laughs> oh, nugget of... I mean, uh, I, I don't think you should be concerned. And it yeah. concerns me that it's you've not, been doing it the wrong on, way. It's not on the top of my sort of concern list, but it, it came into my consciousness when somebody mentioned it. But it's not become a pet peeve because you don't see that and go, oh, God. No, no, no. Best not but I do, I do, Best because somebody home. mentioned that, I always think, oh... Oh, what if you fell and went like, straight into the... <laughs> Such a dark... With a, a dark in your eye. Oh, wow. Imagine that. It would be bad, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I mean, I'm just that person that... that... You're now going to look at dishwashers differently. I don't think I will, because I look at my dishwasher and... I have a stable footing. <laughs> <laughs> you make sure that you're wearing iron. He's got a magnetic, I've got my magnetic shoes on. boots. You know. <laughs> got a mat around it for friction. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty confident I can Having approach. Your I can approach it in the right way, and, and I wears goggles. It and, and yeah. No eyes. Safety goggles. I mean, I get more worried about walking around with you know kitchen knives. I think that's a much bigger hazard than putting the fork the wrong way. It's like when people no, hand you scissors. When people hand you scissors and they, oh, right, they give yeah. it to you metal first. Oh, and you're yeah, like, absolutely you're not. Like, yeah. You're crazy, man. Yeah. Living That's right nursery one in one. That is <laughs> first day of school. But <laughs> <laughs> in nursery, you get those scissors that don't even cut. They're not even scissors by definition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like to be fair, they're not two pieces. pieces they're only training scissors. The yellow and green ones for left hands. Especially when you're left-handed like me. I mean, that is just. It was left-handed. Oh yeah, I am left. Yeah, that was a horror show trying to cut. I'm a lefty too. You're the odd one out here, mate. And then you get you you get asked. So like, you know, why are you cutting so well? I'm like, they're not left-handed scissors. And then do you, when you were learning to write, did you smudge the ink? On yeah, the so I'd like yeah. to say, oh, as, with your as, hand, as, yeah. sweaty hand. You know, my, my my mum, you know, she knew I was left-handed, um, and she was she was horrible. See, she bought me fountain pen after fountain pen, despite mm. scarred you for life. Seeing Can't look the quality at of pens. my book. I mean, my handwriting is dreadful. I blame it on her. 
my crooked way of writing. So I I like arch my hand really high up because you know what you can't write like that. You know you can't just write across the page with a fountain pen because you just smudge as you write. I mean it's a it's a mm. proper nightmare. So I had to crook my hand right up just dead. So this is kind of how I write now. And and I remember saying to my missus, terrible idea. We need to move on from fountain pencils. pens. Pencils. Pencils were also annoying because you used to get all the grey. Yeah. Down, down uh, the side. I mean, it was there. It was one. It was a tough upbringing. Being mm, right yeah. I would have tried to have solved the problem in some sort of way. Gloves. Gloves were. I mean, equally, gloves are just going to smush the paper, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I think we're going to round up there. We've we've gone through our three topics. Should we do a quick summary? Yeah. Okay. What so, topic one. You didn't win, I didn't win. Tom felt we both have valid points. How was I totally won? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I think we all agree that we... we I think there was any okay, I think there. it was a real competition. We, we can neither... Fair <laughs> <laughs> enough. In the sense reasons. there was no competition. We, we've agreed not that... Not in the sense I won. We, in the, yeah. You didn't lose. Yeah. We agreed absolutely nothing <laughs> in the second part, apart from it would be really funny if Diego Costa... Uh, were to be a tennis player, yeah, I think. Yeah, but I think that right. is a good output, I think. You know, it's the weird and wonderful section of the show, so I feel like that's a nice. That's a nice um, output for that thing to end you on. Know. Yeah. And and I think the final bit, Tom's pet peeve, which well, isn't really a pet peeve. Uh, uh, we've since established it's everyone's pet peeve. Henry Henry has uh, a fear of uh, forks facing up, and I uh, have problems with my mother giving me fountain pens as yeah. a young child. So, yeah. um, thanks for listening. Until next time, this is test number one. Over and out. <laughs>